Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Emily and it's currently 12.13 a.m. April 10th, 2020. Um, I just turned in my CS homework and I'm freaking pissed because I did not get 100% on it and I'm, I could not figure it out. It pisses me off so much. I, it is the most satisfying thing in the world to have your code work correctly finally after fixing a million bugs and staring at it for like 20 hours and at the same time it's the most frustrating thing when you can't get it to work because not only did I get a bad grade but it's like I feel like I have uh I'm just so frustrated <laughs> and I have a sp- I got a spurt of energy, so I decided I want to film this now. And I decided that I want to talk about maybe possibly the thickest, the thickest topic ever, which is the meaning of life. Um, why, you ask? I don't know. I feel like it. I'm thinking about it a lot, especially in quarantine. I feel like this is the ultimate test to see if you can bear life with basically no purpose if especially if you're like not a student and you're out of a job and you're literally doing nothing I can't imagine being in that position honestly I'm very thankful to be in school right now oh yeah and school I'll give you guys an update I'm taking 17 credits when like average is 15 and that's fine. Like, like, okay, I'm taking an extra class, but that, that extra class is not necessarily making my workload like that much thicker. It's just like, I don't know. I guess I'm just taking classes with like heavy workloads, but literally I'm always behind. It's literally week one and a half. Like, I should not be having work at all, but I'm, I have so much work to do. I have, like, three essays that are due Saturday. It's, it's already Friday, okay? I'm stressed, okay? It's fine. That's an update. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Okay, yeah, we're going to be talking about the meaning of life. And as I was saying, in quarantine... Um, chances are you're very isolated. Um, and if you're anything like me, isolation is not good for your mental health. I call myself, I would consider myself an extroverted introvert. Or maybe, I don't know, or maybe an introverted extrovert. I literally, I have no idea. I, I love to socialize. But I definitely need my alone time. But honestly, when I have too much alone time, like if I spend, like if I, like for example, coming back from school, like coming back from Seattle, I need like at least three or four days, like just like locked up in my room, watching Netflix, laying on my bed, doing absolutely nothing. But then after that, it's just like, I feel emo depressed, sad, 
And it's not even like because of any specific thing. It's just like, I need people to bring my mood up in general. And quarantine is like that, those, it's like those feelings times 50. And like slowly I've definitely built a routine and gotten used to the feeling of isolation, but it's tough. And it's obviously made me think a lot about random stuff, including the meaning of life. And like I said in my other episodes, um, I'm taking a, a philosophy class called Existentialism and Film. And so literally the whole class is about the meaning of life and purpose. And our first assignment was literally called meaning the meaning of your life, your story. And I'm going to be reading an excerpt from it. Which one? I mean, yeah, okay, I'll be I'll be reading an excerpt from it, but I think before that, generally, I want to say that I have thought about this topic quite a lot, um, because I guess my approach to life is I want to make it as good as possible, because I personally do not believe in an afterlife. I don't believe that. I I literally think like once you're dead, you're dead. You are literally nothing. And so with that, if I only have one life to live, I might as well make it as fun, as enjoyable, as successful as I possibly can. That's my general approach. And for a really long time, I questioned if I could make that I questioned how I could live the best life I could possibly live. And so I read books about it. One of my favorite books is called Man's Search for Meaning. It's about the Holocaust. I feel like you guys should read it. You might like it if you like what I'm going to talk about today or just the topic of the meaning of life. Um, Because, yeah. So, you know, I read books about it and I watched movies about the meaning of life. Um to try to look for an answer from someone who might know better than me, who might know more about the topic than me. And that's also like why I'm taking this class because maybe I could learn something about how to better my life, but also from reading these books and thinking a lot more about it, I realized that I just remind myself that the question of what's the meaning of life, it literally has no answer. And that's because there is literally no meaning to life. And I also, um, this will also be in my uh, little excerpt, so you'll hear a better explanation. But basically, life is what we, we make of it because the world does not revolve around you. It is pure chaos and it does not keep in mind any individual person. And like I said in my last episode, although I consciously, subconsciously, I don't know, live my life by 
the saying, everything happens for a reason, because somehow I convinced myself that the universe is somehow thinking about me and all its decisions. Like, that's not true at all. So, yeah, when I think about the purpose of the meaning of my life, the purpose of living, how to live the best life I can possibly live, I prioritize what makes me happy. And I think I've narrowed it down to my family, my friends, um, experiencing um, experiencing what I want out of life, having fun, um, and also being a better person to other people and also to myself. And the biggest thing that defines my life and brings meaning to my life is learning more about myself and self-reflection, basically. And with that, I want to read an excerpt. Um, yeah, so like I said, this was like our literal first assignment. It's called The Meaning of Life, Your Story um, that everyone in the class had had to write. So I said, I predict many people will say that their career aspirations and education are fundamental sources of meaning and purpose in their lives. Personally, setting goals and working hard to achieve them is a huge aspect of my life. My whole adolescent life revolved around getting into a good college. My life now revolves getting into my major. And in the future, it will revolve around getting a well-paying, somewhat entertaining job. Nearly everything centers school and especially now more than ever, now more than ever, making plans for the future. However, I don't believe that brings me meaning. I honestly don't know if the reason for that is because I haven't found my true passion yet, or if this part of my life simply is not what defines me and what I choose to highlight in my narrative. I find meaning in the things that make me feel excited and passionate. One aspect of this that I've come to realize is my love for traveling. There's something inexplic inexplicably amazing about traveling, experiencing new cultures, meeting people, and documenting the experience that makes me feel so grounded and excited to live life. Um, lastly, I find meaning in trying to understand myself and the world. I feel most confident and satisfied when I'm grounded and aware. Exploring myself and learning about the functions of the universe makes me feel more in control of my life. This feeling of control makes me feel more secure in the idea that although, although sometimes I convince myself life does indeed have a purpose, I know that in reality, um, life is pure chaos and does not have any real trajectory for any individual person. I also find it important to reflect constantly on my life. I'm motivated to not only achieve my goals, but more specifically to constantly improve myself. With that, I don't just mean improving my intelligence, my bad habits, etc., but learning from my mistake. Haha, <laughs> sorry, my mom came in my room. 
So, and I don't use an editing software yet. <laughs> so I'm just going to continue where I left off. Um, okay. With that, I don't just mean improving my intelligence, my bad habits, etc., but learning from my mistakes, other people's mistakes, and constantly trying to be a better human being. Not only do I want to be the best version of myself, but I believe there's no value in bringing other people down. Therefore, being kind and considerate and generally caring about others in my life and the world is extremely important to me and defines my mentality. Overall, the question of meaning and purpose is difficult for me to completely answer because it's constantly changing. I believe that life is a subjective experience and we can approach it however we want to. Therefore, I think the people in my life and my mental approach to living most obviously brings meaning to my life. Yeah, that's a thick, thick explanation of what I think about. And yeah, I feel like in all these recordings, I sound very pessimistic and cynical about every topic, but that's genuinely how I feel about these topics. And I think a lot of the time people romanticize their lives, which, like I said in the last episode that's okay to do because you can live your life however you want to live it but in general I find it really satisfying to point out what how like I find it really satisfying to point out um how things actually are It's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I kind of lost my train of thought, but I think, like, something that I want to elaborate on is what I said about how I, what's really meaningful in my life is um, how, like how to be the best version of myself I could possibly possibly be through like improving myself. And yeah, I think like literally life is all about growth for me. And um, we had to watch um, in the class, we had to watch a movie called Waking Life. Um, and there was this scene where two women were talking about um, the course of their lives and how they thought that, oh, like growing up, like, oh, life is all about improvement until you get to your 30s where you basically plateau and there's no more learning and there's no more um, improvement. You're just you're just you and that's how you are for the, the rest of your life. and. Um, it really resonated with me because that's genuinely how I thought it would be when I was younger. For me, it was like, okay, I will work really hard to get into college. And once I get into college, I literally don't have to worry about anything else. 
from then I can just party and have fun and not get straight A's. And I'll get a job and I'll get a family. And that's that. And I'll feel comfortable and secure. And I won't have these anxieties about my future anymore. And the more people I talk to and the older that I get, the closer that I get to my 30s, even though I'm literally 19, the closer that I get to that, I realize that this, in both a good and a bad way, um, growth will never end. There's no such thing as a plateau to improving yourself and improving your life. And um, that's the good part that you will, there's no such thing as plateauing. There's always more to discover. Um, and it's very, it's a very exciting aspect to life that it just keeps on going. But at the same time, you realize that um, unless you really convince yourself you will never feel secure because you will always have this anxiety about the uncertainty of the future. And that goes for anyone, I feel like. Even if you're in a great financial situation, even if you have an amazing um, family life and friends. I think there is always going to be something there that could bring you some sort of discomfort. And so going back to myself, I am always trying to improve my bad habits. I have a lot of them. I think that's why like school is very satisfying for me because the older I get, the more I try to um, improve my study skills. And uh, right now I'm trying to um, improve my biggest issue, which is the, um, like I have a lot of trouble asking for help because, um, honestly, because I have a fat ego and I always think I can figure it out. And when it's either, I, it's either, I always feel like I can figure it out myself or it's the complete opposite where, um, I feel like I'm asking a dumb question and I'm reflecting on myself and the fact that I think I believe that it's my own fault that I don't understand these things and that it's too soon to ask for help because I should be the one to learn it and I haven't done enough to learn it myself. So just in general, like it's very satisfying for me to um, improve myself. And another example is like I started writing in a in an agenda, which improved my study skills a lot and I found that so incredibly satisfying so yeah there's that aspect where 
I improve my school habits. There's another aspect where I where I try to improve my health. I try to work out a lot more. I try to eat as healthy as possible. That's also very satisfying to me to, yeah, just like be better. Another aspect is um, learning how to be more of an adult, um, being more responsible. I think that's why like going to college and living on my own was so exciting. It felt like I was um, going up a step in the staircase of evolving into an adult where I, for the first time, was doing my own laundry and keeping my own space clean. And I was being, I was being um, in charge of my money and paying my credit cards and all that. It just felt very exciting. Um, And at the same time, those are very like literal, like improving myself, like self-improvement things that with life, like that's never going to stop. I'm always going to try to better myself. Um, But at the same time, I try to improve my relationships with people. And with that, I mostly mean just like friendships. Like um, I've never been super good at communicating with others, especially if like they're not super, super close with me. I've never been good at keeping touch with people. I'm still horrible at it. And it gives me this sort of discomfort and guilt that pushes me to try to not do that in the future. And I actually think a lot of this self-improvement is motivated by guilt, especially when it has to do with my relationships with other people, which I don't know if that is a bad thing, honestly. It's I, I mean, by that, I just mean, like, I don't know if I'm doing it for the purpose. I don't I don't know if me improving my relationships and my communication and my treatment of other people, I don't know if uh, that's motivated by genuinely caring for other people or just my discomfort um, with the guilt that I'm feeling about how other people view me. I think it could very much be motivated by my own ego. I think it definitely is. I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, um, At the same time, I also live my life by 
treat others the way that you would want to be treated. And a really, really long time ago, I, I mean, I just remember thinking this my whole entire life. My whole entire life. And a really long time ago, I was also corrected um, with the saying that the saying is not treat others the way you want to be treated, but don't treat others the way that you don't want to be treated. I mean, yeah, don't treat others the way that you don't want to be treated. And I don't know, I think both apply. I don't find the distinction that important. But in general, I mean, every time someone makes me feel horrible about myself or just like treats me in a way that I don't like, I try to make a vow to myself that I will never treat other people like that. Because I would never want other people to feel the horrible feelings that I feel. And at the same time, relating to that kind of, I try to look at other people's mistakes and bad character flaws I point it out to myself and I consciously say, I don't like that. I'm going to try not to do that myself. Yeah. And that goes for, I don't know. I relate that to my family. Um, both my, I don't know, my parents have made a lot of mistakes in life. Um, that I don't know if I'm going to learn from. I don't know. I think generally, generally, I've, I don't think I've ever made a huge mistake in life that I genuinely regret. Or at least I can't really think of that many. I don't know. Whatever. Um, and yeah, that was my long-ass tangent about this open-ended question about what the meaning of a life is. Um, it definitely only covered a few aspects of the meaning of my life and what brings me purpose. And I'll definitely probably make many more episodes about this topic. But that is it for now. I hope you guys enjoyed and hope you guys thought about your own lives a little bit more and uh, maybe found it relatable. But yeah, I hope you have a fantastic day or night whenever you're listening to this. And I'll talk to you guys later.